0: Hi guys, welcome back to the UTS Student Hacks. Today we'll be talking about feedback and assignment help. I'm Roxanne. I'm in my fourth year of medical science and international studies majoring Japan. And here we also have Kelly. I'm also in my fourth year of law and business majoring in accounting.
1: This podcast also joined with Lissy Hartman, who is the Learning Technologies Implementation Officer from the Institute for Interactive Media and Learning from the UTS LX Labs. Before
0: we get right into it, Get some water, fruit and snacks to relax yourself in and make yourself feel comfortable.
1: So about feedback and assignment help, this is something that I would have really liked to know, especially in my first year and how to actually approach my assignments correctly using the feedback that I get from my tutors and lecturers and using them effectively. One of the services that I used my first year was HELPS. HELPS is a really good UTS resource which can help you with assignment help as well as they provide the service of you pass. UPass is another division of helps that focuses on providing extra help on first year subjects and to really get you on the track of learning how to make your notes correctly and develop good study habits.
0: Roxanne, did you use helps before? I did. I used helps back in my first year for UPass because during first year It's a very big difference from high school to uni. So when exam season came up, I definitely attended a lot of UPass sessions, met other students in the same subject. And also, if I had any questions that I wanted to ask, it felt more like a comfortable atmosphere because there wasn't any... It felt like you were talking to another student. So it's very much more comfortable to ask them like, hey, I really don't get this and you don't feel shy. I also became a HELPS buddy. This buddy program for students, domestic students and international students to have the like a form to communicate with each other. And if you have someone that speaks a certain language because I major in Japan, I met up with a couple of Japanese students to help that language exchange. So they would help help me with my Japanese and I would help them with their English.
1: Do you still keep in contact with those Japanese students?
0: I do with one, but generally a lot of Japanese students, they don't use Facebook and I don't use LINE. So ah, so mm. yeah. So we don't really we haven't communicated in a while, but I wonder how they're going. I'll, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably message them after, but mm. yeah. What about uh, you, Kelly?
1: Um, besides help, so I I now use Grammarly mm. because as a UTS student you get the premium version for free. Oh really? Yeah. And so I typically use it to do like a final check on a assignment that I have to make sure like My grammar is correct, I don't have commas in weird areas, making sure my sentences aren't too convoluted, things like that.
0: I definitely use a lot of, I use Grammarly back, well I still use Grammarly now, a lot because of like, just when you're writing such a big essay that's like 2k words or something, it's like you can easily miss the minor details or how it sounds after you've been working on it for like 4 hours. So I think it's definitely good. Did you find out through the UTS Library
1: page? Yeah, I found out through UTS Library and my friends who actually found out that we could use the premium version. I gave it a go and it was really good because you can just upload a document and it will determine whether or not you actually have written it in academic writing style or you've addressed your audience correctly.
0: Sometimes when I have friends in the same degree subjects I'm like close with. I would ask them to read, like proofread some of my essays or my scientific reports. And generally, I remember for medical science, like the society, they would host study sessions where they provide textbooks for certain subjects and then with other students who study medical science and other subjects who are similar in a similar degree. Um, they would also help me out with like assignments. Some other societies would hold study spaces two weeks before exam season. So members would come into the room every day in two weeks prior to exams. And would study together and usually we would bond over just eating out together trying to study catch up what about you kelly do you have anything similar
1: not quite i just simply use UPass a lot in my first mm. year because the subjects that i went to for UPass, they had revision sessions during the final studio which they literally go through all the content that might cover in the final exam And they give you problem questions, which I really, really liked. And it was a very valuable resource that I cherish to this day. I know there's other resources that UTS has, such as MSSC, which is the Mathematics and Science Study Centre. I haven't personally used it a lot because my degree doesn't really warrant the right. use of high-level maths <laughs> <laughs> <Right. Fair laughs> or science. I've heard from a lot of students that like do a science background or mathematics background that they use this service quite a bit. It has really helped them understand the content more because they're able to go into more depth. Your lecturers and tutors are also a great place to go to for help and they're the ones that are going to be writing your exams and marking your work, so it's always good to go to them for help and for feedback.
0: On that note, if you know that you are not able to complete an assignment in time, consider requesting an extension or apply for special consideration. Did you ever apply for extension or special consideration when you had an assignment?
1: Um, I had to once because there was a group project that I did and one of the students dropped out and it was like near the deadline.
0: Oh wow, okay. Yeah,
1: so I asked the I think I asked my tutor for an extension just in case because we were right on track with doing the work and everything, but just in case um, we needed extra time. And so I asked the tutor and they were like, yeah, it's fine. Um, But luckily we did it by the deadline. Mm. But it's always good to ask to make sure, like, the tutor knows, like, oh, okay, your circumstances are slightly different to other groups. Right. So that would warrant extra time for you because of your circumstances. But it's always good to ask in advance have you?
0: I think I've always been afraid to ask, just because it does feel a bit intimidating to, you know, send that email and be like, oh, can I have more time? But I know it's more beneficial for me, so um, after first year and second year, I try to reach out whenever I feel like I have too much going on or letting them know I had, like... I'm struggling and generally it does help with a sense of relief that you have that extra time just in case you actually need it so i definitely agree with that
1: if you want to apply for an extension or get special consideration the details are usually listed out in your subject outline which should be on canvas or blackboard you should be able to email your lecturer and tutor the email should also be in the subject outline and you can just email them for extra info or tell them about your circumstances and how you could approach this assessment task we're also joined with Lissy today, who has more of an insight of how to deal with feedback and where to get assignment help.
2: Lissy, take it away. Thank you so much for inviting me. Um, yeah, so I've already been introduced. My name is Lissy. I've just recently joined the Alex Lab um, last year. I've been studying at UTS before, so I'm an alumni now. And my degree was basically a master's in science, also with an honours degree. And yeah, I graduated in 2020
1: cool so we'll start with um one of our first questions what is feedback
2: so feedback i think it's important to keep in mind that it's not just a singular moment in time but it's it's a process so you would get feedback and then you would action on it and then you would get feedback again so it's more like a loop as opposed to just one moment and i think it's very important to note that it's a common thing in our lives like feedback happens all the time Um, we're just not overly aware of it because it comes natural to us it's just like a learning process we've incorporated in our life so well that we don't really realize anymore that it's feedback and only when someone says oh let's give feedback to other people you kind of freak out but I guess for me the most important thing to keep in mind is that there is nothing to be scared about and it's just this kind of feedback mechanism to help you
0: improve. So you said you were a student, you were a past student at UTS. Um, How did you deal with feedback when you were a student at UTS?
2: Yes. So at UTS, that was my master's degree. So I've been able to encounter all kinds of different feedback, some better, some worse, but it's just, I guess, a learning curve. So by the time I started my degree at UTS, I was fairly okay with just accepting that some feedback is not perfect and just keeping in mind that it's not meant as like personal offense and that you just want to keep like this open mind and just take it. And then sometimes I would just try if I can't if I if I thought that I could couldn't handle it at that point in time, just write it down, keep it in mind, step back, talk with friends, um, revisit it a couple of weeks later, maybe when you've gained some distance to your own work and to the feedback itself. And then just look at it again. And sometimes it becomes just so much clearer just because emotions are a thing, right? And it's it's important to not see it too emotional. And sometimes that just takes time. Do you have like
1: a feedback horror story that you have or a time that you just couldn't deal with feedback?
2: Yeah, I guess I don't have the specific reason or assignment anymore, but I still remember the feeling so well. And it was just something I had worked on For hours and hours and hours and I was super confident about what I'd done and I loved what I'd done basically I got it back and everyone was like oh why did you do this like this is wrong this is weird you shouldn't have done that the expectation was different why did you do this and that and that and it's just I guess the most soul-crushing feeling that everyone probably knows um, because you're so happy about what you've done and then other people just think that you haven't achieved what you were supposed to be doing and I guess that is like one of the horror stories where you just need to take a deep breath. And yeah, I think I was super hurt at the time. But looking back at it, I learned a lot, and I can see what happened and how it happened. But it took me a couple of looks at the feedback and looks at my work to realize what they actually meant with it. And then I was like, oh, okay, I see. Yeah, I've had that feeling. You spent hours <laughs> on it, and
1: this is the feedback you get. Moving on from that, is there
2: like a certain way students should take when receiving feedback? Similar to what I said, it's important to keep in mind that feedback is supposed to be like in in this environment anyways, it's supposed to be something that has a professional level. So usually people wouldn't give you feedback just to hurt your feelings or to diminish you or belittle your work it's usually a grounds of that there is room for improvement which is not meant as a mean thing it's just that there is ways how you can improve your work and the way that you will find out about that is that someone gives you feedback and then going from there it's very important to look at the feedback you've received and actually how you can incorporate these comments into your next work.
0: Was there any resources that you recommend students to seek with further feedback or any that you used yourself when you were a student?
2: There is definitely a lot of resources out there. I think UTS students have access to LinkedIn learning, so there is definitely some resources out there if you don't want to go LinkedIn there is some youtube channels as always google is always like the internet <laughs> we spend so much time there and there is obviously better and worse resources out there but for example if you're looking for grammar advice um there what i loved using is just grammarly because there are so many teeny tiny errors i would make or um punctuation errors or just like over complicatedly writing something that could be so much simpler. So I use that a lot. Um, I think that especially is really nice for, non-native speakers. So that helped me a lot. Other than that, UTS provides like ACCA Writer, automated AI feedback kind of thing. I haven't personally looked at it myself, have to admit that, but I know that it exists. So that is definitely maybe something you could look into. Talk to friends and peers that have been going through the same thing, or maybe that have done the same assignment.
1: A question that's kind of not on the same course, but should students ask for early feedback on things like a first draft, even if like, the subject hasn't required the student to do that?
2: I guess this depends a little bit potentially on your faculty, on your school, or maybe even subject coordinator or tutor individually, how they want to handle things like that. What my approach is, is and I have to admit that was just my approach in my master's because in my bachelor's I was terrified I would never ask any questions I was like oh I don't want to seem like dumb or stupid or just uninformed or anything I was terrified but then eventually during my master's I was like you know what I'm just gonna ask no one will like it doesn't hurt to ask right um so I started doing that and then usually I guess they will tell you individually if they can provide you feedback or if they will not, um, depending on their guidelines individually. If you have a question, just ask because you will not be judged for too long, rather than if you don't ask and you'll never find out. I still remember from my undergrad where I used to be terrified. I couldn't. They they were these mystical creatures that were all knowledgeable. And I was just like this tiny little student. But in the end, usually everyone wants you to grow. So yeah, just have the confidence to ask and
1: it'll work out. Thanks for joining us, Lissy. Really helpful, especially learning about that AI software that can actually like give you feedback. That's something yeah. I, I learned here today. So that's really cool. It was
2: lovely having you here. Thank you so much. That was
1: great. If you get anything from this episode, there are a bunch of UTS services to help you get through that assignment. And go get that
0: free premium Grammarly. Thanks for listening. If you want to check out any of our other previous episodes, they're on our website and other sites like Spotify. A special shout out to UTS Startups, as always, for allowing us to use the podcasting space. You should really check out UTS Startups as they have an amazing range of resources. Don't forget to join us for our next podcast. Until next time, see ya!